0: Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Welcome to this week's Christian Business Concepts podcast. Uh, You know, I'm really glad that you've decided to download this podcast to become a part of the CBC family. Um, You know, it's really my sincere hope that each of you who are listening will be encouraged, enlightened, and empowered by today's podcast. So let's jump right in. You know, Franklin D. Roosevelt, one of our greatest presidents, said in a very famous speech, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Now, though he made that very courageous statement, he himself had uh, several childhood experiences that left him with this tremendous fear of fire. And this fear of fire haunted him most of his entire life. He was afraid he was going to be stuck in a burning building and couldn't get out or that, that he was going to die of a fire or die of smoke from a fire. But he had this tremendous fear. Uh, Winston Churchill had a deathly fear of public speaking, and of course, we you know most people know about Winston Churchill and was a great leader during World War II for your, for Great Britain. Um, you know, Henry the Eighth uh, was completely afraid of getting some kind of a disease, so he he was a germaphobe and and he didn't want to be around people that he thought could uh, have a disease i mean he 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 just had this fear you know of of diseases and you know when we look in our, in, in biblical terms we see that Moses uh you know it was fear that kind of drove him into the wilderness for 40 years before he began to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt but it was fear that drove him out of Egypt and into the wilderness. So the one thing that I can say today on this broadcast that I believe and has certainty is that every person, uh, including yourself, every person who has ever lived and is ever going to live is going to have to deal with fear. Um, there have many who've overcome their fears but yet there's many who have not. Um, In today's broadcast, I want to talk about overcoming fear in your business uh, or in your personal life. You know, fear can grip people and just bring their life to a grinding halt. It can also create some very permanent disabilities as well. But in Genesis chapter 3, In verse 8 through 11, I'm going to read that in the King James. It says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden, talking about Adam and Eve here, in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And I want you to keep in mind that after God created Adam and Eve, he gave them dominion over the entire planet. Uh, He gave them dominion over all of the animals. He gave them dominion upon the seas and the creatures in the seas. He gave them dominion and power over the trees and the vegetables and, and uh, the herbs and everything. He Upon this earth, he gave them dominion. And yet he told them only one thing. You cannot eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That was the only thing that he told them they couldn't do. And so here we see that they were deceived by Satan, and uh, they ate from that tree. And when they did that, fear came upon them. They had never known what fear was. They had nothing to fear. They had dominion over everything. And so fear has its origins from, from when man sinned in the Garden of Eden against God. God had given Adam this authority over all the earth, but when he disobeyed God and ate of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it fear entered not only into his life, but fear entered into the world. Fear is the most diagnosed mental illness in the world, and it leads uh, to physical illness at times as well. And you know, fear will cause you to lose your focus. It'll cause you to lose your determination. Uh, It'll cause you to lose your hope. It'll cause you to lose your willpower. Now, I'm not saying that you can live a life without fear. What I'm saying is is that you can live a life where fear doesn't control your life. And uh, I know because I have had to overcome fears in my life. I have many friends and family members who've had serious issues with fear which led to anxiety and anxiety attacks. I'm very well acquainted with that, uh, with some in my family. But let me let me just share this with you. You know, fear happens to every human being, but you don't have to be controlled by your fears. You know, a lot of times, fear will disguise itself. Maybe, maybe you say, I don't have anything that I'm afraid of. Okay, maybe you don't right now. But there's going to come a time, that you will, and sometimes fear will disguise itself. It'll 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 disguise itself as what we'll call reality. Well, the reality of the matter is, and then we'll fill in the blank. It will disguise itself as being honest. Um, it'll disguise itself as caution. Oh, I, I'm just being careful. Uh, it'll it'll disguise itself as logic. You know, it's just, well, it's just logical. I mean, you know, it's just pure logic. I mean, this is this could happen or what have you. And so fear a lot of times will disguise itself. You won't recognize it and uh, until you begin to look back and you see things. But the first thing that you've got to understand if you're going to overcome any kind of fear is that fear comes to all people, even you. And you've got to understand that there are some fears that are healthy fears. You know, So there's some fears that help to protect us from, uh, from hurt or danger. Uh, but that's not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm focusing about destructive fear. And in this podcast, we're going to focus more on how fear affects business leaders at all levels. Whether you're a business owner, a person in upper management, or or maybe a department head, that you know, there's going to be a time when you're going to need to overcome fear. Now, fear in business and in the professional environment leads to indecisiveness. I mean, you know, you can become so gripped with fear. You can't make a decision. You're afraid to make a decision. Um, it 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 will uh, lead to a lack of trust in others. You're afraid to uh, uh, trust in others. Maybe you've had a bad experience. Maybe you've had multiple bad experiences, and so therefore you you can't you you can't trust people because of this fear. Uh, it will cause you to have incorrect perceptions. You won't have the right perceptions about things because your fear is actually clouding how you see things. Uh, Fear will bring stagnation where you don't move forward, you don't move backwards, you just stand there. And in business, that can't happen. Um, And you've got to always be moving forward. Uh, Fear can lead to anxiety. Anxiety. Uh, again, it can lead to not only anxiety, but anxiety attacks to, to where that you're just absolutely paralyzed, and you just want to kind of crawl up in a hole somewhere and just hide. Um, you know, fear is, to me, one of the mo- worst mental um, conditions, we'll say, uh, it, it, than anything else in this life, and it creates so many things. Uh, It also will lead to depression. It'll lead to a lack of clarity where you don't have any clarity about things because the fear, whatever that's causing that fear is so big and so powerful, you can't see anything else. There's no clarity. It'll also lead to poor planning. Uh, You just won't plan well because you're afraid to make decisions. You're afraid to make the wrong choice, and so therefore your plans reflect that. So you'll have a poor plan because you're trying to protect yourself from those fears. It also can lead to a negative attitude, you know, because of those fears. Uh, It can also lead to a lack of action. You know, there's indecisiveness, I get. You know, that's about not being able to make decisions. But there are times that maybe through your fear, you make the decisions, but then you can't act on those decisions because of how much fear has gripped your life. Uh, The other thing that fear will lead to is a creation in fear of other people. Let me just give you this one example for this. During the pandemic in 2020 and 2021, how many of you, That are listening to this podcast would go to Walmart or Target or a grocery store, and you would see people buying rolls and rolls of toilet paper and paper towels. Now, I know the answer to that is every single one of you, if you went out shopping or had to go to the store during that time period, you saw that. You saw the empty shells, and you saw the bass carts that were full of these items, and you thought, what is wrong with people? And yet at the same time, you bought five or six packs of toilet paper and paper towels yourself that day whenever you could find them. And so what happened was, is that we created fear in other people. So we had people that was afraid that, that we were going to run out of toilet paper and paper towels, so they hoarded that. And that fear became contagious, and it got on other people. And so there were other people that became afraid of that as well, and so thus we had this great strain on the supply chain for those two items. But let's get into the physical part of it, because doctors and uh, studies have said that physical or fear can actually lead to some physical things too, such as heart disease, high blood pressure, panic attacks, suicide. Premature death. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, fears in business can be a very powerful emotion. It prevents us from taking action. Uh, now, in some cases, that's good. In other cases, fears detrimental. Fears in business can prevent us from, from really taking chances that could have a positive impact on our lives and on our companies, our departments. But it keeps us from doing that. And when you're when you're running a department or running a business or own a business, you need to understand something. There are times when you're being paid to take those chances. And so you've got to overcome your fears. To be self-sufficient and create a successful business as a owner or a manager, you're going to be called upon to take action. And think about it. If that was easy, everybody would be in management. Everybody would own a business. You know, I I think about our company's previous owner. And in 2008, you know, a lot of you will remember we had a really bad economy. It was really tough. And yet he chose to take the chance to invest several million dollars in capital improvements. Now, to be honest, it was really kind of scary for me, because, and it wasn't even my money, but it was very scary to me. And I asked him about it. I said, hey, aren't you afraid of, of of spending this kind of money in such a down economy? And he kind of looked at me and said, how can I lose? There's so many deals out there going on right now because people are afraid to spend. Right now is a good time to spend money on capital investment because or capital equipment because you can get such good deals. And he was right, and he did. And uh, but again, there were several million dollars that he invested in the company, and he did the right thing at the right time. But he had to overcome that fear of you know. First of all, he was later in life, soon to retire, just a few more years later. And did he want to go in and spend that kind of money, knowing that he's in the twilight of his career? but he chose to do it anyway. And, and let me say this. Let, let me say this. As I continue this podcast, let me say that I have complete confidence in you that you'll be able to overcome your fears and find success because your decision to download this podcast tells me that you want to overcome those fears, which is the first step in overcoming them. So let's take a look at the top 10 fears that you may face in your business and professional career. There's the fear of failure. People are afraid they're going to fail, and so they make no decisions whatsoever. There's a fear of making mistakes. They don't want to make a mistake. Uh, There is the fear of what others might think of you. And to be quite honest, most people are so busy thinking about themselves in their own situations, nobody's really paying attention to you, even if you did make a mistake. There's the fear of hurting people's feelings. Some people have a legitimate fear that they're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Well, I can tell you right now, you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. You're a human being. You're not perfect, and you're going to make mistakes, and sometimes those mistakes are going to hurt somebody's feelings. You know what? It doesn't mean you like it. It doesn't mean you're setting out to hurt somebody's feelings. It just means that that kind of thing happens. You can't live in fear over, over hurting somebody's feelings, that will and that will keep you from doing what you need to do. Uh, there's the fear of being vulnerable. Now, many of you, and I, I mean, you and I both know those types of people. They don't let people get close to them. They don't let people really know who they are. They, they don't uh, uh, really share their feelings because they feel like all of those things open them up to vulnerability. And so they're afraid of being vulnerable. So they have a great fear of this, and that great fear really causes problems for them, especially if they're in any kind of management. Uh, There's the fear of being honest. There's some people that they're afraid to be honest because they're afraid people will take advantage of them. They're afraid afraid that people will not see them the same way. Uh, There's a fear of failure, uh, as I, I talked about, but it's a fear of that failure that says you can't do this you don't have the ability you don't have the education you don't you don't have the background you just don't you have this fear that you can't do it it's a little bit different than the fear of failure but but it's that fear that you can't do it and then there's the fear of criticism you know that fear of criticism people are afraid to make decisions they're afraid to do the right thing because they're afraid they'll be criticized that fear of criticism and then there's the fear of the unknown now Moses was really a great example of the fear of the unknown. He he was driven out into the wilderness because he really didn't know what to do. He didn't know what the future held for him. He found out that he really wasn't uh, an Egyptian. He found out that he he was uh, uh, you know a Hebrew, uh, just like the slaves that they had at that time. And there was all this unknown swirling around Moses' head, and it just drove him into the desert because he was so afraid of the unknown. So he had to overcome that, thank God, uh, you know, for the nation of Israel that he did. Uh, So what we have to do is figure out how to overcome our fears. And that's what I want to talk to you about is how do we overcome our fears, Well, first, number one, you have to identify what you fear. You've got to identify it. What exactly is it that you're afraid of? Um, You know, we talked about some of those fears, that list of fears that we just went through. But peel that onion back, dig into it a little bit deeper, and find out what is it really that you're afraid of. You've got to identify it first. You know, uh, some of the common ones are, again, the failure, I'm afraid I'll fail, or I'm not ready yet, um, or I don't know how to do everything I need to do. That's a big one in business. You know, I I don't know what I got to do. I don't know. Well, guess what? You had to learn what you had to learn to be where you're at today. And guess what? If you're going to grow, it means you're not going to know some things. And uh, that's been an experience that I've had on more than one occasion is that fear of not knowing everything that we need to know or that fear of, of uh, not thinking that we have, you know, enough or that fear of I can't do it. You know, I've had to struggle with that myself on multiple occasions. But again, I have to go back to identifying what the fear is. You know, uh, a lot of times we feel like we're just not good enough, smart enough. You know, well, guess what? Let me just be honest with you. You're not. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not educated enough. But that's okay that you're not. It's okay that you're not. So first, number one, you've got to identify uh, what you fear. Number two, you've got to realize it's not all about you. Now, that doesn't sound really positive, but it's really the truth and actually a good thing. If you make a mistake, so what? So what? Sometimes we take ourselves so seriously. Give yourself some room to make mistakes and learn from them. You don't have to be perfect. And guess what? If you think you are perfect, you're not. And everybody else around you knows it. So maybe you don't realize it, but they do. So give yourself room to make a mistake. Don't make this all about you. Let me give you this wisdom seed. You only learn to make good decisions by making bad decisions. Let me say it again so you hear it. You only learn to make good decisions by making bad decisions. That's how you learn is by making bad decisions. Don't make this all about you. Number three, determine the worst case scenarios. You know, in Numbers chapter 13 and 33, we kind of see where the children of Israel, they finally get right to the edge of the promised land, and then they send in their, their spies, right, the 12 spies. Now, keep in mind, they had been enslaved for over 400 years, And God brought them out with these great signs and wonders and miracles. I mean, they wanted to see the promised land. They wanted to go into the promised land. They wanted to live in the promised land. They were ready. Now let's look at Numbers chapter 13 and verse 33. Because the spies came back, and this is what 10 of them said. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. So they 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 determined the worst-case scenario, but they didn't determine the best-case scenario because that's the next thing that you have to, to do with those they kind of go in together. You have to determine not only the worst case scenario, but you have to determine the best case scenario. And they only saw the worst case. They got their focus on the problem instead of the promise. And we can all make that mistake sometimes. We get so focused on on what we think bad could happen or what would be the worst case scenario that we never see the flip side. But you got to flip that. What's the best-case scenario? And isn't that possibility worth the risk? So these people wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years because they couldn't get their minds off the fact that they said in this passage, it says, and we were in our own sight. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. That's how they saw their self. That's how they viewed their self. That's what what their self-esteem said. Now, keep in mind, part of that was because they'd been enslaved for 400 years. They had a slave mentality. You and I don't have to have a slave mentality. So you've got to determine the worst case and the best case scenarios and look at those things and be honest about those things. Now, one thing I do want to share with you as well is that most of the time the things that we fear— once we press through and we move forward and we look back, the thing that we feared the most never really took place. It never was as bad as we thought it was going to be. It, it didn't turn out the way that we thought it was and how horrible it was going to be. It hardly ever turns out that way. But man, on the front end of that fear, we just know it's going to be a bad thing. Now I'm not saying that things can't get tough sometimes, and 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 that things don't uh, totally come to pass just the way that you you were afraid that it would. But most of the time, that's not the case, and so that's why it's so important. You not only look at the worst case scenario, but look at the best case scenario. And then on five or number four, focus on your purpose. Why do you do what you do? Write it down. Focus on your purpose. Focus on your goals. And when you focus on your purpose and your goals, it'll give you strength and power. When you need that added kick in the butt, if I could say it that way, that kick in the pants to help you overcome your fear. But focus on your purpose. Number five, take action take action. Matthew 14, 22-30 says, "...in straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away." And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Now, he didn't almost. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But watch what happens. When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink, and he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? Now Peter had to take action, and he did. He took action. He got out of the boat, he was walking on water, and he did that just by stepping out of the boat. He took action. But notice what happened in verse 30 and 31. He had walked on the water enough to be so close to Jesus that when he cried out to Jesus, he just reached his hand out and grabbed them. So he got that close to him, but he lost his focus. He lost his focus. He focused on the fear, and he didn't focus on on the task at hand. He focused on the fear. And you may be that close right now to success or that, uh, or that close to taking the right action. And it's so easy to push things off when you're anxious or worried. But you got to at least take small steps every day. Take some kind of action. And uh, number six, you find your support system. Find your support system. A great deal of my support comes from my relationship with Christ and his word. But I also have mentors and other support people in my life that I can speak to. So make sure you have a good support system. You know, the Bible says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. So, and he goes on to say a three-fourth cord is not easily broken. You know... It's important that you have those people around you. I have people that I mentor, and I have people that mentor me, and I have people that we just walk together on the same plane. And at times, you'll know what to do, but just sometimes you need someone to give you that push, that confirmation that you are thinking the right things. Make sure you have not just people that support you, but you make sure you have can-do people around you. Don't look for people who are not positive, who are not energetic. Look for those can-do people. Uh, Number seven, have faith in yourself. Have faith in yourself. Uh, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Have faith in yourself. Believe in yourself that you can overcome these fears. Now, and number eight, learn to accept and embrace your fear. Now, listen carefully. You don't have to accept what is causing your fear, but you do need to recognize that you have fear in order to take action against it. Again, you don't have to accept what's causing the fear, but you do need to recognize that you have fear. So working through your fears builds resolve. You, you know, you've been through things that you feared before, but yet you got through them. Think about that. And learn to accept and embrace those fears because it'll make you stronger. It, fear can cause you to learn, it can cause you to grow, and it can help build your confidence. The fear doesn't always necessarily go away. You learn from your mistakes. You use your fear to better yourself and better your craft. It's easier said than done. I get it. But try to welcome fear as an experience to learn and grow. Welcome that fear is the understanding that once that fear that you sense, now start digging because you know there's a root cause, and now you can go find it. Go find what's causing the fear. Courage is being scared to death and doing it anyway. That's That's what courage is. You're scared to death, and yet you're going to do something anyway. Slowly but surely, action uh, leads to confidence, which helps, you know, lessen those fears and and move you forward. You know, Georgia Dare said once, "Everything you want is on the other side of fear." If biblical examples and and leadership examples have taught us anything, it's that the goal is not to become really impervious to fear, but to be able to succeed in spite of fear. Lord, thank you today for ministering to all those who've downloaded, downloaded and listened to this podcast. I pray for each person, Lord, to rise above their fears, to overcome their fears, and find great success. Amen. Now, I want to say this to you. Having a relationship with Christ is the difference maker. And it has, you know, helped me to overcome. My relationship with Christ has helped me to overcome fear, to be victorious, and to be a winner. And if you don't know Christ, is your Lord and Savior, but you want to, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me today. Just begin to pray this and pray it out loud. Say, Lord, I come before you as a sinner. I ask you to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord, I thank you that you are the one and the only one that can cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I accept that gift of righteousness freely as I come before you as a sinner. I thank you that you paid for my sin with your blood, your death, your resurrection, and I accept you as Lord of my life today. Amen. Now, if you've prayed that prayer, I believe you got born again. Now, you got to find a Bible-believing church that's going to help you grow in your new relationship with Him. And again, let me thank you for downloading this podcast. Be sure to write a review. Send me an email if this uh, podcast has been a blessing to you. And remember, Jesus is Lord, and He wants you blessed. Talk to you next time on the next Christian Business Concepts Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Christian Business Concepts Podcast. Go to ChristianBusinessConcepts.com for more information and resources. Be sure to check out other podcasts that will help you take your business and your personal life to a whole new level of success.